Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located inside the River House at East River 9. Be lifted to experience the wonder of John and Lance as they commence to bury the third hole of Del Olalea. Now, that's some golf. I went back to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a problem when, when Frank open, does opens? You have a problem when, and I got to deal with that? Yikes. Everybody gets a shot. Wow. You caught one there. You caught a Frank bullet I've, there. I've heard it before. I just forgot that it was this. It was this. Oh, that's but he's, it's, been in the, it's been a thing before. Oh, that's a great way to open the show. Well, it suggests <laughs> that you're involved, too. I'm not sure why you're so happy about it. Bernie Dell's third hole. <laughs> he's saying you're doing it, though. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. All right. That's gross now, <laughs> Uh, welcome in, everybody. We are at East River 9. Welcome, and we are going to be here all day long, as a matter of fact. And it just sucks. I mean, it started raining yesterday on the 13th hole, and just, just terrible. Rain sucks. Cold sucks. I can't just be 80 every day, 85 every day, and oh. just beautiful. And the green's just rolling perfect. Car- it's going to be Carpath only early next week, which sucks. We're going to be at Sweetwater. On Monday for Lance Berkman's tournament, and I don't even know if it's going to go down. We'll have to see whether or not we're able to do that. So rain just sucks, everybody. I'm just, I'm sorry. We're going to have it for a little while, too. I know. It's going to be here for a few days, maybe through Tuesday. Huh? So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, unfortunately, you can still come out here and enjoy East River 9. We're at the bar here. They got the Christmas tree up already a little early, but they are, they're ready to celebrate here at East River 9. And we are, too, if you want to get on over here. Uh, come and have some cocktails. You can hang out. It's a great sports bar. Watch your Rockets here tonight. Rockets are, uh, uh, man, they're, they're starting to catch the catch the country by storm, them and the Texans, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. These two teams are, are both on the rise. You see nothing but positive stuff about them. Did you see the story uh, in, the, in heavy sports? No. Ime Adoka leaving Celtics pass behind. With Rockets, uh, it hasn't come up at all in, uh, for Ime Adoka, no, what, what went on in Boston. And you know what? That's, that's, that's great. That's well, fine. the idea that everything follows you forever, I think sometimes it depends on the situation, the coach, how much, the player, how much it was covered. Like Art Bryles, Art Bryles can't get a, a job literally anywhere. He gets in trouble for standing on a field. Yeah. Like he stood yeah. on a field no, right. with grandchildren and people were ratting him out, and he got in trouble yeah. for that. And then, like, um, I guess I don't know if everything has been proven on Art. There was something recently that came out where I don't know if Art was necessarily vindicated, but he was certainly not found guilty of that. But regardless, Art Bryles, I was talking about this with Monty Jones one time, the idea that no one's actually ever canceled. Art Bryles has, has been canceled. Like, he yes. cannot ever yes. – work again on any level in the sport of football for sure because there will always be people to follow him and hound the people who try to hire him he was with the he was with the 
uh, an HBC that where the fans were able to get him out of there or, or just whoever, you know, Twitter activists were able to get him out of there. Um, he got in trouble for standing on the sideline with his grandchildren at his son-in-law's football game. But for Ime Adoka, we never knew what the issues were. No. Really, We knew there was some entanglement, which is the new word in the uh, lexicon. There was an entanglement with somebody who worked in the, the program. That's now, a good word. Now, I do, know, I do know that Matt Barnes came out and said, oh, it was bad. He yeah. deserved to go. But it never came out what it was. So for Rockets fans and uh, for everyone else, I think – now, he's already been hired, so I don't think anything's going to change – but uh, no, the Rockets. I'm sure. I'm certain the Rockets <laughs> hope that never comes out. But I don't see any. There's really been no hints that anything. The is Rockets come are out. behind him squarely. No, yeah. no matter what. No matter what comes yeah. out. Or and and I, matter of fact, I asked. I asked about that. I asked Tillman about it. I said, "Are you gonna? What if you know stuff does come out?" He says, "Well, we're 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 privy to a lot more information, and we're we're absolutely fine okay. with him. That's absolutely good. fine with him. Yeah. And 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 actually, it." it this is the first time I and remember talking about heard, it since the, the t- they, they announced he was Matt hired. Barnes may have heard rumors that yeah. weren't even accurate anyway, so you never know. But. Here's a, one source said this. The, what has followed him, his teams are his historically been high in the league in assists, and with that comes everyone touching the ball and getting shots and being happy. Man, that's – you know, his we talk – teams, you mean the one team? Well, the one yeah. team, yeah. Okay. But the, he was, a one, he was an one assistant season? coach. He was with he Brooklyn? was an assistant coach with Brooklyn. Too. in Brooklyn yeah. and with Pop at, at, at yeah. San Antonio. But what it does is it shows you maybe more so than just the defense. I don't know that you can. It's probably one and one A and one B. The defense, yes, we'll talk a lot about. Isn't that. this very pop like all of this stuff? Yeah, sharing the ball. What's you know, it's a mentor. Sharing the ball and and making sure that the ball doesn't get sticky is a really big deal. I mean, that's a really big deal. For the Rockets, because as I detailed yesterday, you can go back to the Olajuwon days, and offenses have been set for stickiness. Whether it's Steve Gatino running, you know, running, uh, or or Tracy McGrady running the, yeah. uh, you know, running the ball out top. Whether it's Dream with his with his one four, where everything went through Akeem Olajuwon, Charles Barkley backing it down. Um, whether it was obviously James Harden, it has not been free-flowing, moving, pretty basketball no, necessarily. And this one has movement. Yes. For the first time, maybe in Rockets offensive history, since there was a little bit with, with Rick uh, Adelman, but this is really, you know, it's required of you now. Yes. I mean, it ain't six passes, I've got my team on the floor, but it is a lot more ball movement. And it to- couldn't have happened with the old team. Like, if you, let's just say you had KPJ, KJ Martin. If, if everybody, if you had the other team... They are so used to doing what they were doing. You you had to change. It's the exactly out. why you didn't want James Harden here. Why James Harden would not? Oh, have it would have been a nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. It's not how James plays. He doesn't defend. The two critical factors yeah. that have made them a move better the team this year: move the ball on defense, are things he doesn't like doing. Now, can he create? Yes, but he likes to create in time off the dribble. His creating he is, not, is the system. He Lance. is the system. Right. Yeah, he is the system. And 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 another thing that has helped is his veteran leadership and. Um, he's exactly what the guys needed, talking about Van Vliet. Apparently the source said when Fred Van Vliet got here, he said, man, all this ship that's been going on around here, that's all going to change. I'm making sure of that. And it appears to have. I mean, there's, it's not about vibes anymore. It's not about getting my nails done. It's not about 
I don't know how they dress. Getting my nails done. Well, (laughs) honestly, I mean, was that not? Is that that was a that was a thing? Well, that was a thing, and I've I've never seen on a basketball. It was a money making thing. That's right. It was money making. It it really is though, but it really is less about vibes, and it's more about going and playing ball. Yeah, like you know, you can do your stuff off the court, but it really. I mean, it needs to be about you get paid to to win games and try to compete for championships for your city. That's what you're doing. The city is the one who comes out. The city is the one who supports you through television. They support you through radio. They support you through commercials that are put on, and they go buy those products. They go to the game. They spend their money on parking, on tickets, on suites, on, you know, whatever the case may be. You're playing for the city. So... The number one thing needs to be winning and playing at a high level. Not, not your, your lifestyle can't be the the, the top the yeah. top priority. That's on your private time. It's always been that way, right? We just didn't know about it as much because of social media. Guys have always had their things. They did. Magic Johnson is a great example of a phenomenal Hall of Fame, one of the all time greats. But he did his thing off the court. Now you think there's there's no question, and a lot of players have done that. However. The the main thing appears to be the main thing right now with the Rockets, and that's I think for me that's all I want. I just want to know that the main thing's the main thing for you. I don't care what you're doing off the court as long as the basketball is really important and you're not smiling and joking when you lose and get embarrassed. You don't you know decide that you're not going to give effort in the fourth quarter. It's just it's just this is basketball. We have a ba- we have a legit basketball team. Again. Yep, yep. And we had one with James Harden. James Harden's basketball teams were. We're good. They won a lot of games. It's just they couldn't get over the top. This team is on a complete but, rebuild, and you just want to see it be like it, rebuilt as something else. Yeah, and it really wasn't. But it wasn't. It was never fun to watch. It was. It, I, I liked it sometimes. I, I mean, James, well, James was, Harden amazed sometimes. Amazed. And, and James scored a ton. Yes. He was efficient. But like it was it's never, not. It wasn't it was Allen Iverson taking thirty-five shots, getting thirty-eight points. Uh, sometimes it was. Sometimes, but, but not it was. often because he's one of the more efficient players in the league. Yeah, but he, he gets a free throw line. But it was, and and he was still it stopped the ball and dribble, 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 and with and how many times James with like three seconds left on the shot clock would pass it to somebody else and they got to throw something up of fate. It's fallen away from 30 feet. I mean, that happened over and over again. And I, I, I don't know. I just loved – I like this so much better. I loved that uh, that Spurs team that didn't – not one guy averaged 30 minutes a game when they won the championship. They all shared the ball. They all shared the court. They moved the ball. And, you know, it was still Tim Duncan basketball, which is you, – you, you, don't, you don't associate that with, you know, fun – but it was it was a good it was a, a, a great team that just what was it 2016 I think that team mm-hmm. no, it was just no. such a good team it was a 2014 14 team. 14 uh, just such a good solid wonderful basketball team and and this this has got the makings of it the, the way they're playing defense on this team yeah. is amazing I mean I know street clothes wasn't there but I, and I know De'Aaron Fox wasn't there. But I, I have no doubt whatsoever. And, and is Zion going to be here for the next game? No, probably not. No, probably not. I mean, I, but not, that's not on. Them. I'm not making a joke. I don't think. No, he's, play. he's never there. And it, that's not. On, that's not on the Rockets. You can't put, hold that against them. But I'm going to tell you this. I know this. Sucks for come fans. Out and play. Sucks for fans who want to see these guys. play. Yeah, but guess what? But I'd rather see my. You team know what? Win. And you know what? Honestly, I'd rather well, see my team win. Uh, to be clear, Zion missed this last game for because his pregnant girlfriend was in the hospital i think she had a child he may be available or he may be on Ooh, leave still we're not, I'm not supposed sure. to talk about that do we do you want to summon the beast again of mariah mills um 
I don't care. I mean, I'm not the one who cheated on her or 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 discarded her. I don't even think he cheated on yeah, her. Yeah, or discarded her, whatever he did. But Zion may be available. He just was not. Because... She even said, why didn't I get the baby? Well, but is he, does he feel like Zion right now? Because if he doesn't well, feel like Zion. What do you mean feels like Zion? You mean is he playing well? or what No, do you no, mean? no. Last year in the playoffs, he didn't play because he didn't feel like Zion. Well, he has felt like Zion to start the season because he's been available. So, okay, but you're not sure today he feels like Zion. I don't know. You don't know? But they, it won't be because of injury. There's a if chance he does that he play. doesn't feel like Zion. It may be he just wants to spend time with his new baby. That could be that could okay. be the case too. Okay, go. Then you know what? Maybe he should take two months off because I don't, right now, don't you get two months off? At, uh, six weeks? What do you get? I don't know what men get. Zion's for probably going to take. Six if weeks Zion off. takes paternity leave, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it will be. He will be slaughtered Wait. across every oh, platform. Why? Okay, why? Men can't have paternity leave no, now? No, not NBA they, players. Not NBA players. Oh, really? Not professional athletes can't really? in no. season. Oh, no. that's, that's great. Really. That's great. Really. Okay, well, apparently you're not Professional athletes with, okay. in season cannot. Apparently yeah. you're not up with the, the, the law of the land, okay? I'm just he, telling he you. Missed, he missed the game, and no one has a problem with it because she was in the hospital. Right. Mm. But if, he, if it turns into paternity leave, then there will be a problem. That <laughs> will be so fun. Oh, my gosh, would that be great? Um, remember when the Oiler David, what was his name? The David Williams. David Williams. Babygate. Holy crap, was that a – because he didn't show up. The day his baby was born, he didn't play in the game. It was a huge deal. That's the first time I remember a guy not being available for a game because of the birth of a child, David Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was such a stink back then. Oh Holy crap. It that was... locker room was up. Um, that was the craziest year. That year with the Oilers was the craziest thing I think I've ever covered. Yeah. I was, I was in that locker room going on all, the all the time. It was all the time. And I remember talking to my dad about it, talking to some other coaches because I had access. I was, I was relatively young. I, mean, I wasn't in the business here. And uh, it's pretty much nothing's changed. You have, at that time, 16 games. If you miss one of the 16, yeah. it's just not looked on very not at all. No. Uh, we got an award for uh, one of our sluggers. Uh, we will talk about that and uh, other Astros news here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. First, though, I got Doc Linville. I got the hair thing going on. I've got, I've got Doc Linville on my side. You can have Doc Linville on your side. Doc Linville is awesome. Doc Linville is going to give you hair if you've got that. If, if that receding hairline continues and you're like, man, I'm just too young for this. Okay, how about an easy, easy process with the neografting that's got so much success? Or he could do the PRP. That, he said, is like a fertilizer. It gets, stimulates the growth. Okay, that's what you put on your lawn. Or you might have to resod, which is the neografting, and he can do that as well. And the neografting is such an easy process, wonderful process, and you get it at a price right now, like $1,000 off of this thing, which is fantastic, which he doesn't even have to do, but he's doing it anyway. He has been, he is right now one of the top hair movers in the city. And he's doing it at a price right now that is fantastic. So if you've been on the fence about whether or not you want to do this, let's go. 975hair.com, 975hair.com. ESPN, 975.com. If you want in, you have to audition. Hi, I'm Kerry Dubeck, and I'm reading for the role of man at party who smells fart. 
Hey guys, for uh, for your next car purchase or truck purchase, maybe it's coming up. I'm I'm looking at getting one for my son Alec, and I'm going to go through pre-owned vehicles for his first vehicle for his first vehicle, and I'm going to go through the new vehicles. I'm going to see which one makes the most sense because you can make that choice. Go to LanceZCars.com. That's LanceZCars.com, and on the front page it says, "I'm interested in in," and then you can choose the type, the year, what make, the the mileage you're looking for. Of course, if it's new. You know, you can any type is going to be a new vehicle um, or any year you can set for, you know, 2023, for example, Um, price points. You have all those filters and then you search and you look for either new vehicles or pre-owned vehicles on the front page. They've got one point nine percent APR financing for the 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500 because it's the red tag sale and it's going on right now for well-qualified buyers. You can get 1.9% APR financing or $2,000 total cash allowance with that great red tag sale and you can find all the vehicles that have the red tags online at LanceZCars.com. Whether it's a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle, you're going to get a great deal out in Angleton, and their customer service is so good, they'll even drive the car in town for you and drop it off once you make the purchase if that's something you need them to do. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. Shop online at LanceZCars.com. The Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios is currently nestled in the River House at East River 9, a perfect place to observe the trench. Through the trench. With John and Lance. All right, welcome back. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5, live at East River 9. Uh, having us a good time all day long here. I know it's not a great day for golf, but, but, but. Uh, get on out here as soon as you can and play, but you can still come here and enjoy the bar. It is a great, it's a great sports bar. Mm-hmm. We watched the Astros, we watched Altuve go deep in the ninth inning. Uh, well, you got four TVs on one side right next to each other and three TVs at the bar right next to each other. Yeah. That's great for a college football day, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's great because you get a bunch of games right there. And you can go and to you the got- other side of the bar and they've got the three and you can see, you can see these TVs in the distance. So I mean, it's great. It's a uh, it's a great setup, and the outdoors phenomenal, yeah, beautiful. beautiful. The uh, the patio is absolutely phenomenal, and they got that big giant screen TV. So if there's one game that you want to, uh, you know, fixate on, and they're playing that one on that big screen TV, even when the sun is shining bright, doesn't matter. No, the TV can up. see it. Food and drinks are good here too. Yep, excellent. So excellent. it's this is a really impressive spot. Took Bun B out here. We were doing shooting a John. Uh, John Daspit commercial, his new basketball commercial, he has a group that shot that. And so one of the things that he wanted to do is put Bun B, who's doing the voiceover, on TV. And I said, we need to go out to East River 9 and get get the backdrop. Yeah, it's beautiful. Get the, uh, the skyline. It's the be- prettiest skyline It's shot the best. Here. And Bun was like, wow, you weren't lying about that. And they got some great shots of it with Bun looking mm-hmm. into the skyline. And it's it's really, really impressive. Good. Yeah, that's good stuff. This is the prettiest uh, view of the city that we have uh, right here at East River Nine. And so, come on out. You can. They got a driving range. They got pickleball here. They got everything. If you're looking for a great place to come, uh, Kyle Tucker wins Silver Slugger, mm-hmm. uh, which is expected. Yeah, I mean, he led the league in RBIs. Yeah, um, he was the. Yeah, he's he. His was, season was very deserving of the award. Just didn't have a great postseason. Yeah, we, we figured he was going to win a Silver Slugger. A lot of. Uh, a lot of people are under the impression that he really hurt himself financially in the postseason, and that's just not going to be the case. It just isn't. He is going to, 
he is going to cash in. It's probably going to be in the $12 million range, I would imagine. Um, he made five last year. He fought them. He wanted 7.5, and he got five. I think, I think maybe it's not going to be all the way up to 12, but it could be. It's probably going to be somewhere in that neighborhood, despite the fact, I mean, the postseason, I'm sure the Astros are going to have to bring it up if they go to arbitration with him. The Astros are definitely going to bring it up because that's one of the uh, one of the only uh, bad things that you could you can pin on Kyle Tucker. Mm-hmm. He did everything: stole yeah. bases, gold glove in the outfield. He's a Kyle Tucker, silver a, slugger. He's an incredible player. He's a great. He's player. an incredible player. Um, the recency bias will work against him for some, you know, for for some fans, but. Uh, when you look at what he did, the body of his work was really, really outstanding. He was the most valuable player, probably the most valuable player in the Astros, don't you think? Uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan missed, missed yeah. some, some time. Um, Jordan did miss some time. Yeah, Cobb was probably the... I mean, Jordan and Altuve would be right there if they didn't Altuve miss that time. Altuve missed all that time, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, probably Kyle Tucker was their most valuable player. He was player. there the whole time. Defensively, he was a plus. I think we're, we're. Arm. I think it's a little. We're probably a little hesitant because of his postseason. But it's. I think it's actually pretty safe to say he was a. He was a very good defensive player. He drove in a ton of runs. He had good power. Almost got to the thirty thirty mark. Yeah. It's really not that close, honestly. It's just Jordan finished like a house of fire, and and whatever the opposite of house of fire is, that was Kyle Tucker. Yeah. He was he was he was he was brutal. It was brutal in the postseason. He was lost. By the way, and the, we've never really seen an extended period of him being lost like that. I said a house of fire. Where does that? You know, I was thinking about some of the sayings. Where does house of fire come from? Because my daughter has decided that um, Doja Cat. Mati has decided that Doja Cat is a devil worshiper. Um, I don't know what because what Doja that's Cat what is. Sebastian she is, is a, saying. She is a musical artist, John. Yes. Uh, and she has a song, Sean, the, the Paint the Town Red. What is that one where she says she paints the town red? And Monty says, uh, if you listen she, to the lyrics. Didn't she, she say she's says, a devil? She says she's a yeah, devil Yeah, I think she song. says that in the song. So now Monty says she's a devil worshiper. Maybe she, now, I think she, I don't know if she meant it. I don't know that she meant it literally. I think Monty needs to understand. There's the Like good when girl people say backyard. I'm a beast. Yeah. You're not really a beast, She's a devil. A and then she said paint the town red and. I, that is a. Fr- I had to tell her. I said, "Well, paint the town red." Also, is a phrase that's been around, but it was hard for me to explain. Do you think your daughter's going to adjust my daughter? well? You think she's going to? She's been adjust in homeschool well? this whole time. Because I think it's going to be it, such when a is problem. She, when is she going to be around kids her own age on a consistent basis? When well, she happen? sees them. She sees them. She she goes twice a week to her drama. Uh, her oh, drama, drama class kids. And, they're not normal. That's well. Drama kids are normal. Well, I know they're kind of extra. Yeah, they're over. Overly, yeah. but but she's one of them. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when she gets like around mean girls, I don't even know about mean girls. Just regular kids. Yeah, I I worry. You trust think she's me, going to adjust? Well? I worry about because that when Doja Cat comes on and the the group of girls, I don't know who's going to be popular. She's not a normal kid. I don't know kid. when. I don't know who's going to be popular when she does make this transition. But when those girls are singing along and she goes. She worships she's, the devil. She's you think, two years is that going to go well? Is that yeah? She's two years. You from might want to start the transition early. No, hey, listen. Some of the things you think you can't say out loud. <laughs> no, that is not going to be something that is going to be well received. Now, when we all went to school at that age, it was way different than it is now. It's now it's 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 a lot less. Uh, you get in trouble for being a bully. Yeah, you can't brutalize yeah. people. Yeah, you no, can't you like do that. get in you trouble. Be- and a lot of kids don't even think about. 
bull- and matter of fact, they're so over the top that they're maybe too hyper protective of yeah. stuff. Like, hey, this is you don't have. I to just do think that. when the girls want to do a TikTok and Doja Cat's a song, and then she goes, uh, "Can we not?" She's a devil. She says she's it a in devil. The song. Or, she's a devil worshiper. She's a devil like, worshiper. Like, I said, "Well, Marty, you know, Paint the Town Red actually has been around for a while. It means." Having a good it time. means yeah, having a good time. Like, well, where did that come from? Like, I don't know. Where did bees in a bonnet come from? Where did hold your horses? Where I don't know where any of this stuff comes. Well, from. I don't know. You guys might need to hire someone. Yeah, to help. I don't I know, know who it'll be. Um, Not John. Yeah, back to the Astros for a minute and off Marty nah, just want, for a second. Let's, let's go back to how you guys <laughs> off Doja Cat. Uh, it, it already bothers me every day. Like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> what we're gonna do? This is not an easy thing. Um. Anyway, uh, this Martin Maldonado as the backup catcher is a, a horrible idea. Yeah. A horrible idea. As Reset mo- it again why you think so. Oh, I know so. And I've heard, I've heard from front office personnel, they know what's going to happen, is that Verlander and Fromber are both going to want to throw to Maldonado next year. And Yiner cannot sit. Tw- uh, twice every five games. No, no, he can't. And Maldonado can't bat twice every five games. He oh. just—he's the worst offensive player in the league. Literally, yes. literally, yes. the worst offensive player in the league. You can't—you you, got to move on. There are plenty of guys that are out there. You know what Yiner needs to do? Yiner really needs to get with Fromber and Verlander this off season and go stay at their houses and get a rapport. And and work his ass off watching knowing hitters and getting into their brains of what they like to throw in situations, but you're not going to do that if Maldonado is. It's like the, it's like getting married and your ex wife moves in with you. No, that's this is over. It is. You got to. You got. We got to move on from this. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Yiner has got to be the future. He's got to. He's got. They've got to let him establish his way. And but but he now a- after having Maldonado, so, you know they want a guy that is going to they can trust, and so he's got to work his ass off this offseason. So Machete is Puerto Rican, um, Fromber is Dominican, Yonder Diaz is Dominican. I wonder if there's any chance in the offseason that Fromber now Fromber's older, at at 29 years old, and and Yonder's like 23. Six years in, the, in, in in Major League Baseball, it's a it's a pretty big gap when you're in you know in baseball. Um, I wonder if they maybe can spend some time together in the off season, working together on pitches, working like. Hopefully, I know what you're saying is like JV. That's what I just said. They got to spend time together. Yeah, this but JV. But I'm wondering from both being Dominican, maybe that can happen. It's not happening with JV. I don't think JV is JV is always going to be a Fromber guy. They're close in age. A Maldonado guy. I mean Maldonado. Maldonado's 37. Yeah. Justin Verlander's what forty? Like they're they're just connected. That's yeah. never going to not be a thing. No, I think the best case scenario you can hope for is it's Yiner four. He was and, when he was with the Mets. And Maldonado one it, early in the season. He was like, "Hey, Maldi, come on over. Hey, Maldi, we need you over here yeah, that's with right. the Mets." That's and right. It was like, "Oh my god, it's always going to be a thing." But stop trying to poach our catcher. But oh, Fromber well, no, wouldn't have been bad. Fromber can't like you have to get from. You're right. If Maldonado's on a team. Which the only negative I really see is that the players, the players are going to. It's going to potentially cause friction for the manager. Yeah. Everything you pointed out, I, I agree. That probably would happen. The only way it can work with Diaz in the, I mean, with uh, uh, Machete 
on the bench is if you convince Fromber, Fromber, you got to throw to Diaz. This is just all it's going to be. Because you know a couple bad outings and he's in his head, especially Fromber. He's going to be in his own head. Yes. Uh, well, but he had bad outings this year with Maldonado. And Christian Javier, the same thing. Like, you're going to have to basically get to a point where players don't think that, that, that Machete can get them right. Yeah. That's got to be a pitching coach. Yep. It's it's got to be. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But that's a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Um, a lot of a lot of C.J. Stroud stuff coming out this week, and we will touch on uh, some of that on the uh, on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You think I'm not jonesing, jonesing right now, knowing that there's all kinds of Coors Lights right there, right within my reach here? I'm. This is where we gave away Coors Lights while we were watching the Astros and Rangers in Game Five when Altuve homered. And what a scene it was, how awesome it was here. So I have the fondest memories. I have the fondest memories of everywhere that I've had Coors Lights. I mean, that's just something that maybe it's not yours, but it's mine. Okay, Dell, that's not you. You don't have the kind of great memories that I have of Coors Lights. Okay, so that, that's why you're not living your best life. I am living my best life, and I'm doing it with cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. My mountains are blue. Yours, not so much. Yours are a different color. I don't know what color they are, your mountains, but mine are blue. And I love my mountains, okay? So if you're looking for cold, clean, crisp, refreshing, you know your beer is cold every time with Coors Light. Let's go. Keep Texas chill, baby, with cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. ESPN 97.5, because every day is Children's Day. It was a baby. She smothered her own baby. Hey, uh, you know, I'm looking out here at uh, the patio they have at East River 9, and it's really phenomenal. And it reminds me of what I had built from Texas Custom Patio. I don't have this kind of space, obviously, but they built a pitched um, the, the pitched roof, which gives you so much space. It really elevates that space. So I've got all that room overhead. I've got a couple of fans. And Stephen Shell, the first fans they set up, he goes, look, let's do this. Let's get a longer down rod. We get different fans. And... All of a sudden now, I've got great coverage with my fans blowing hard when it's, you know, when it's a little warmer outside. We went and retrofit a, a grill and a kitchen in there. So I've got a cooktop, a kitchen, refrigerator, warmers. You can have, a, a you know, the, the flat top in your, on your kitchen with the, with the gas grill and, and rotisserie chicken like I have. There's so much that they can do for your space that turns it into a wonderful place to be, even when it's raining outside. I mean, you've got a covered patio. I mean, you're outside. You like the sound of rain like I do on the, on the roof. I'm out there watching shows, having drinks, and enjoying myself. Cooking for the kids this weekend, that's what I'll be doing. Well, cooking for all of us. And enjoying some football games and basketball games on my patio thanks to Texas Custom Patios. It's TexasCustomPatios.com. Go check out the before and after and see what your life could look like. TexasCustomPatios.com On the northern bank of Buffalo Bayou, you will find the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at East River 9 and its current occupants, John and Lance. Hi, welcome back to East River 9 here. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful. Lance was just talking about the patio out there. I mean, despite the weather and how how awful it is out there, it's still a beautiful vista for uh, the city of Houston. This is a, as pretty as it gets. So if you have never been here, get on over here. You can come and eat here, uh, have lunch. If you're over here on the east side, uh, you can come here and, and, and just have lunch. You don't have to golf. Yeah, It's a great place, Hell, excellent you, place. 
Lance mentioned Bun B coming out here and doing uh, filming some stuff. Hell, if you're an influencer and just want want to take pictures, yeah. just come oh, there was an influ- pictures. There was a girl. Did you take Candace ever like you normally do? Yeah. No. Were you creepy like I, you were I, I didn't in take, Europe? I did that to make fun. No, okay. Wow. Yes, I did that to make and fun. And my sh- wife did a pose, a similar pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. That's what that was. Sure. It, just because it's still on my phone doesn't mean anything. All right, let me. Here's, here are. <laughs> an influencer, by the way, was. I, I was. She joking. had an influencer look now, right. and that's not a slam. I'm not slamming. It was her. a good thing. Yeah, it was a good thing. And, and Bun goes. I don't think she's out here golfing. So I don't <laughs> okay. think she is either. Bun. All right, I am going to give you. It's we're at the halfway point. It's not like this is a small sample size. I am going to give you uh, on pace. On pace numbers. You tell me who this MVP candidate is. CJ okay. Stroud. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do this. Four forty six hundred thirteen yards passing, thirty two TDs, fifteen interceptions, oh, a ninety six point seven passer rating. Who is it? Forty two touchdowns. Thirty two touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Uh, I'm gonna go Tua. No, it is not. He already has like nineteen touchdowns and seven. Oh yeah, pick and seven picks. Uh, it could be 30? Josh Allen actually. Nope, he's thrown too many interceptions. I think to be on pace. It's for that. not Burrow. Is it Purdy? It's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. 32 and 15. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's this? 44-33, 28 passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 97 passer rating. Is that Lamar? It is not. No, 28 and what? 28 and 15. 28-14. That is. Is that Josh Allen? That is not. No, no, no. That's Joe Burrow. It's Jalen Hurts. Why am I not remembering? He's got. I've looked at all the touchdown interceptions. Because the it's projections. Thirty-six ninety-one, seventeen passing touchdowns. Oh, that's, six that's, interceptions. That's Lamar. That's Lamar. That's Lamar. Seventeen passing touchdowns. It would be the lowest and what, six ints. And he's the he's the favorite right now to win. He's MVP. third favorite, barely behind. It goes Mahomes. Holmes. It's very close. Mahomes, Jalen, and, and, and Lamar. And, and, yeah. Here's the, now this number forty-eight twenty-four. 30 passing touchdowns, two interceptions, that's, and 102.9 pass rate. That's CJ. That's CJ. That's CJ. Yeah. His numbers are better than all those guys. Not as many touchdowns. Well, you didn't do Tua. Uh, no, I didn't. Why, why not? He was the leader headed He's into last have to, year. But those He's, guys are the – those Mahomes and Hurts are the favorites. Tua's going to have well, – But Tua's I, ahead of CJ Stroud, so yeah. do Tua. Yeah, right. I don't, the, I don't have his The Dolphins are going to have to win a big game, a quote-unquote big yeah, game. Yeah, they're going to have to beat a winning team. Well, but the well, Texans are going to have to win, have well, a winning Well, a winning record. team, the Jets may have more win, may have, be a winning team when they face them, but it's not going to count. Texans have to have a winning record, Because the Jets are though. 500. They could beat the Jets at whatever the record is, and it now, wouldn't CJ count. Now, C.J. Stroud has more impressive wins, for the, actually. For the narrative. C.J. Stroud with Pittsburgh and with nah, – Pittsburgh doesn't feel like Jacksonville, win, but Jacksonville and Pittsburgh are more impressive wins than what Tua has, actually. Tampa – Nah. Yeah, right. That's not. And uh, and uh, Saints. Yeah. You lost to Carolina, their only win of the season. You lost to Carolina. You lost to uh, the Ravens. Yeah. Didn't, you lost to. That was his rookie. That was his first start. No one's going to hold that against Atlanta. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it this week. He is a game removed from going two straight games at 200 yards. You lost to the Ravens. That's the so, most yeah. impressive loss. The yeah. Colts, the Panthers. And Colts and Ravens are your first two. Whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you were, you were you I mean, you're, you're, a fr- you're a rookie. Um, the Texans offense has scored 30-plus points in three games this season. In eight games, they've had 30-plus points. Last year, Over the last two years? Oh, twice. 
they scored 30 plus over the last two seasons. Right. 30 plus points four times. Wow. That's it. One of them was a big game again. One of them where they had the comeback game. Well, did they hit that in the right Chargers now? They game? rank eleventh in the league in twenty three point four points per game. That's a huge difference. And they it, they finished thirty first last year and thirty and thirty. So Dan the Campbell is the is the favorite right now. Not a huge favorite. But he's the favorite for coach of the year. D'Amico second. Yeah, as well. D'Amico's got a great chance. If D'Amico gets to ten wins, he may win coach of the year. Yes. Because every stat that, that follows yes. on offense, on defense, across the board. That is exceeding expectations. That is, that's what that award is all about. And there was a lot of hype coming into the season on Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. right? And then they just got blown out by Baltimore, right? Um, this, if you, you could argue D'Amico's doing a much better job than Dan Campbell is. Mm-hmm. You could absolutely make that, that argument. Well, let, Much better? Will Slowick win the, the, the assistant? Is Slowick the favorite right now for assistant coach of the year? I don't know how that's determined, frankly. I don't, um, I don't know how to think about it. I mean, it's hard to say he's not. Yeah. If a rookie plays at this level, it, I'd be thinking too hard to try to come up with somebody other than Bobby Sloat. How many games have they scored in the teens this year? Uh, the uh, there have been some. Yeah, no. Or less than. No. So they scored nine at Baltimore. So it's 20. It's four? They, 37, 30. No, three. 19 they, at Atlanta. And 13 uh, against 20 Panthers. and 13 against Carolina. I mean, so it it's three, three out of eight. It has been up and down. Yeah. It has been a little up and down from a point standpoint. Well, they had issues in the red zone a couple of those And games. here is exactly what D'Amico was talking about when they lost to Carolina. is resting on their laurels, not being focused, not working as hard as they should have, getting ready for Carolina. He made that point. Plus, he made the point that we've got to throw the ball down the field, which they did, and they did it wonderfully. This is a big game to find out whether or not this team – has the ability to handle success. Well, I get what you're saying, but they're playing a Super Bowl contender. So That's right. When you talk about success for the Sexton team, I know because of what happened as the Buccaneers, we're thinking C.J. possibly MVP, a playoff run. But they're playing a team who's got bona fides, a team who has big goals. So if you go in there and get beat by two touchdowns, does it mean you didn't handle success well, or did you just play a really good well, football I mean, team? If you have, well, if, if you're, you're your be, top two wide receivers, well, you're going to be a what? If you're going to be a playoff contender this year, this is a pretty good indicator a, of what you, kind of team you, you are. You can be a playoff contender and then go on the road and get your ass kicked by two touchdowns. That happens. Well, there, listen, you, can be, a lamb, a you can be a lamb killer and still make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But are you are you real? I mean, this is a game that will decide how what real? kind of. Do we think they're real, or do no, we think they're I, better well, than we thought? Define real. This is you what mean playoff? Okay, not real. Are they a playoff team? I say no. There's real, too many. Yeah, like a real, like a, a team. You think that can you win say, a game? Yeah, uh, I I think that Tampa Bay with cornerbacks out. That's not a good Tampa Bay team. We just have to put it in perspective. I mean, they lost. They're the only loss to Carolina. They lost to Atlanta where they had, what, 20 points? Was 19. It? 19 points. Yeah, 19. They had uh, – it's, it's, I just think we have to put some things in perspective. Roosh said it best. Roosh Williams made the comment, and you brought it up yesterday. I didn't see his comment on – if we go crazy about this oh, – no, he said it with the Rockets. Rockets. If you overreacted on game one, then don't go too crazy after they win four in a row. I think something similar can be said. The two games prior for, for C.J. Stroud and, and, the, and the Texans were not great. But this game was so much fun. Now they were they were really, you know, they were really one tank Dell foot not getting in bounds from being a devastating loss, and people were, would be furious, and they'd be, you know, what CJ did would be less 
would be way less talked about than this stupid defense for the third time has given up a game-winning touchdown in under a minute. That's what all the talk would have been. So I think that uh, I don't think the Texans are a playoff team this year. I do think that I think they could be the seventh best team in the AFC. I think it's legit to talk about eight and nine, nine and eight. Well, based on their schedule, you don't think they could be the seventh best team in the AFC this year? I do. Uh, let's see. I think the Chargers are ahead of them. I think the, are they? Yeah, I, I think when it's all said and done, but but the Texans have a weaker schedule, so who knows? Yeah. Um, are we just writing the Titans? All how is this working with the Titans? Yeah, we're better. They're, they're better than the Titans. So there are four teams in AFC North who are ahead of the Texans. Then you got the Dolphins and the Bills. All and the four in the AFC North. You're so are you with. are you are you chasing down one of the AFC North teams? You absolutely are. Which one? So all four the Steelers. The, you're chasing the Browns. Well, you, you got the Browns the, coming here. You did beat the Steelers. Listen, but they're still, I know. On Christmas still Eve, they have a on Christmas Eve, offense. the Browns come here. It could be a big game. Like I, I honestly, I'm kind of arguing out of both sides of my neck here. In one sense, well, I can I don't, see you don't argue out of your neck. But well, okay. no, no, the out phrase. Of your mouth. You're, you're talking both sides no, out of your mouth. No, you say talking out of the side of your neck. That's a that's Who more said the street. This? You, but There's a give, whole song called yeah, Talking Out of the Side pumps, of Your Neck. So I can't trust no, you. No, in Texas, it's, that's a phrase, Talking Out of the Side of Your Neck. That's what we said. In, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a phrase, that's, yeah. That's stupid. You somebody don't talk school, out of your John. Yeah. Somebody, somebody has Nobody's. said it, but I don't want to get involved in between you two. You guys can fight it out. Um, it's been said, hasn't it? I've heard it before, yes. Yeah. No. Um, but to John's point about the Browns coming here and to be a, a big game, they're just it's just congested. You got the Bills who are five and four, and obviously the Dolphins lead that division. You got the Jets who are four and four. So you can be the seventh best team, but they are you're in the middle of it. But there are six teams who believe they can be the seventh you're, best team. You're in the middle of it. At That's a exactly what it is. The Jets are one of those teams. I'd say By the way, the Raiders are only are four and five. They're not out of it. They no. stink, but they're, we yeah. think they stink, but they're four and five look, too. Look, Titans, Jets, Steelers, Browns, Texans. And probably Chargers, honestly, if we're being honest about it, because they haven't done anything just to lock the it in yet. Colts are still hanging around four. Yeah, five. but I mean, but those six to me, because you know who the. I do think that you can say yes on obviously Bengals. You say yes on Bengals and Ravens. You say yes on Chiefs. You say yes on Bills and uh, the Dolphins. You say yes on Jaguars. So those are the six you're talking about. So next up. I mean, the Jets would easily be there, but they can't because their quarterback. their quarterback is just a non-factor. The Chargers are everyone's favorite little team but to be the breakout team, and it never really happens no, with happen. them. It doesn't happen with them. Why not Texas? They made the playoffs last year. Why not? Why not Texas? Why not? Mike Tomlin never this... now. Mike Tomlin never has a losing record. By the way, though, you got to win some big. You got to win you're some in, tough games. You got to win some games like you're not supposed to. Cleveland, you got to beat Cleveland. Yeah. You and you know what? It Nothing. sure would be nice to show up this week and show everybody. And even if you lose a tough game, you got to, you can show everybody that you can play with good I mean, football teams. It, it, look, Joe Burrow is only a couple games removed from not being great. He's got no Jamar Chase. He might not have a, a T. Higgins. That is a factor. Yeah. With D'Amico Ryan's defense, they're going to study. They're going to push Joe Burrow's throws, try to push him out to the to the boundaries where he's not as good. They're going to make. They're going to. Give Joe some looks, at least try to, and it'll be whether or not Matt Burke's able to play chess. As a matter of fact, Matt Burke talked about that. We'll hear from we'll him on the other Let's side. Let's hear from him on the other because side. Because he talked about playing chess versus playing your style of defense. So uh, I, I'm going to put it out there right now. 
It's not the Bengals that are going to win by two touchdowns. Oh, here we go. It's the Texans. Holy crap. Okay? Look it's what just happened. Ooh, have, okay? Look what just happened. That's what happened. I just said. I said it. it and, just, and, he, and then he, when it happens. You did say it. I did say it. And you said they'd win yesterday. One, two, three, no Now, Gilbert said. Bengals. Gilbert liked the Bengals. So uh, you want to try to fake Gilbert. Are you going Gilbert. against Gilbert? Yeah, I'm going against Gilbert. Okay? The great Gilbert. Oh, was he right about Miami? The Heat? No. You guys he keep wasn't. referencing that, but, he, that but then you like, reference he was right he about. just hit a three-teamer last week. Yeah, that's all right. You think he's going to stay hot? No. He's not going to stay, stay hot. Stay hot, Gilbert. Hey, you Gilbert. know who's hot? Home Bank is hot. They've got an incredible CD rate right now. Right now, Home Bank is offering an annual percentage yield of 5.45% for an 11-month CD. The minimum balance for this special is just $2,500. Listen, you're going to want to put more into this than that. They've got locations all over the city, and you can stop by one of their banks, or you can go to home24bank.com. And see for yourself. You find the locations there. They're they're all over, and you're gonna you're gonna love what Homebank does. They've been around for 115 years. Uh, not these particular people, but it is all local bankers that have local knowledge. They know what they're doing here. And if it's personal banking or if it's your business, whatever the case may be, they have options and they have a way for you to reach your financial goals. That's their goal is for you to reach your financial goals. And one of them is this 5.45 percent APY on an 11 month CD minimum balance 2500 rates is good don't come along and and it's not going to last so speak to a local banker at any Houston area location today home24bank.com home bank member FDIC ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 planted unicorn hey give it up for feathers ooh Cadillac and Tom Cruise Johnny G's not going to have to travel far to make today's tea time. He's already at East River 9 in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios and broadcasting live with his swing coach, Lance Z, and angry caddy, Dello. Angry caddy, angry caddy. Hi, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, Sunday, I am going to be at Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage on 34th at Ella. Right, right, right there near Ella, and giving we're giving away Coors Lights. We want you all to come on out there. We're going to watch a game on Sunday at noon, a game that's going to be played in Cincinnati. So we're going to be at Valencia's, and want you to come on by and hang out with us with free Coors Lights while we're watching the game. Doesn't get any better. We did that here at East River Nine for the uh, Astros playoff game against the Rangers, Game Five, where Altuve homered in the ninth, and it was and the place exploded. It was so much fun. And when CJ throws the game-winning pass against Cincinnati. You mean the, you mean the, the one that puts the him puts up it by away? The, the, No. When, yeah, in the third quarter when oh, okay. he throws oh, okay. the game-winner. Yeah. And it. then they add on yeah. in the Got fourth. But maybe, maybe 14, maybe 21. I don't know. Hmm. But whatever the case may be, um, we're gonna, that place of Valencia's will explode as well because it will explode with a bunch of people drinking free Coors Lights. So let's do that. Um, by the way, East River Nine is uh, celebrating their one-year birthday party this Saturday night, November 11th. They'll have live music from 4 to 10, a golf tournament, and open play pickleball to celebrate. So come on over here to East River Nine on Saturday night. A great place to come if you're a pickleball fan. Great place to come and, and hang out. And they're going to have live music out here from 4 to 10. That'll yep. be fun. That'll be fun. So tonight, it's tonight at Valencia's? 
No, Valencia's a Sunday. The Cincinnati game. Oh, it's the game. Man's just not listening. He doesn't listen. I didn't get coffee. You're right you here and you don't even listen. Do you, see, you get coffee? Yeah, I heard he you. asked you if you Well, I've got a joke I was going to get off if you really want to know the truth. Oh. I was going to say this. I was spitballing this in my head. No, hype beast is not Balenciaga. It's Valencia's. So. You think our audience would have gotten that? Mm-hmm. Hype beast would. You think John would? You think we're an audience full of Balenciaga? John gets is, Balenciaga. Isn't Balenciaga? Isn't it? Uh, they it's Balenciaga. Balenciaga. But they've been canceled, haven't they? Are they one of the ones? They're who the got ones canceled? that that had the With the babies. Yeah, the little kids. They had, are you sure? Yeah, Balenciaga is canceled. We don't even say them. No, I think they are. I think they're back in good. Oh, I don't think so. They <laughs> had the. They we, had the. We have a basketball coach who got in a lot of trouble. And he's back. Didn't, that's oh. how the show started. Balenciaga is going to be back. Balenci- I see no, we don't people wearing stuff in the Galleria. No. Slides and whatnot. Dell? No, not I thought he had slides on the other day. Dell's not a hype beast. I don't wear slides. Dell's not a hype beast. Okay. I, back, to you, back to what you said. For, well, I want to hear from Matt Burke because yeah. Matt Burke talks about the chess. Somebody asked him a really good question. Um, it was about the chess match of Joe Burrow versus doing what you do. So let's hear from defensive coordinator who helps with the defensive install with D'Amico Ryans. Let's hear about how they handle um, doing what they do versus doing what you need to do against Joe Burrow. Well, it's both. I mean, it's both for sure. Like, you you know, again, our philosophy is always like we want to be good at what we do. Now, if you just stand in one thing and do the one thing all the time, like he's going he's gonna to figure it out, obviously, pretty quick. So there's always a game you're playing of what are you showing him uh, or their offense, and then what, how does that fit into our structure of what we want to do. And not, you, know, you never want to put yourself out of position just to hold it to sky. So at the end of the day, you've got to execute your call, your coverage, or your pressure, whatever it is. Um, so you never want to put yourself at a, at, you know, at a disadvantage off of just because you want to disguise something. Um, but you also can't just stand there like Iron Deer and, and kind of give them all the tells. So it's, a, it's the game you play, and, and that's the kind of back and forth you'll have. Um, and, he, and Joe Burrow is really smart. Joe Burrow is getting by. He's not getting by. He's excelling at what Joe Burrow does. Um, he's, got a, he's got a good arm, not a great arm. You've talked you talk about the sideline passes that you want him to throw. He, he hits guys on the sidelines. He, he does it. But Joe Burrow, here is Matt Burke talking about, and this is, you know what? See, I'm, I'm going to say it. CJ reminds me a lot of what Joe Burrow is. CJ this year, in his good games, is looking a lot like Joe Burrow. Is he doesn't have the biggest arm either. He's putting the ball in perfect places for his receivers on time. That throw, to me, the best throw of the year so far is that tank throw mm-hmm. uh, on the sideline that set up the touchdown. So I did that a video. Is, that is the best throw. I, I don't know how you could. I did in a that video situation. Of, I did a video of about seven throws in the game that's going to show up on NFL. It's like a seven-minute YouTube. And I went and looked at it, and we recorded it. Me and Brandon recorded it yesterday. And NFL's got to, you know, they got to tighten it up with some editing stuff. But I went and looked at primarily throws from the fourth quarter, just primarily fourth quarter throws. The throw on Tank Dell, so there are two routes that do the same thing. They, they're, they're basically deep out routes where they've got to get over the top of the cover two corners, but then there's two deep safeties too, so there's a little shell there. There's no route in the middle of the field. What was impressive on that throw is C.J. Stroud keeps his eyes on the safety for long enough. The timing is long enough for that safety 
not to know if Tank's going to break in or not. You know, because if he's already over there looking at Tank, you start to get a little shade that way. He's able to close down that route. As he comes over the top, CJ gets rid of it with just enough time for Tank to get the feet down, and he kept the safety out of the play. So he showed timing there. He showed patience with his eyes to not get not get too uh, impatient and, and start staring down that throw. And then the, the, the ability to get that over the top and just in time there. The touchdown to Tank Dell where he gives it the, the, the stuttering go, double move, but didn't fool the cornerback, by the way. It's just he was too fast for the corner trying to get out of his, you know, trying to open his hips and, and run with them. He gave him a good stutter, but the throw there, great air under the ball, left him plenty of time to get his feet down, perfect. I looked at Noah Brown, the touchdown to Noah Brown. When you see it from the back angle, and I'll show it to you in a second, when you see it from the back angle, and Noah Brown is really is running as fast as he can in stride, and the throw, as you mentioned, he doesn't break stride at all. There's no stutter in his feet, slowing. It's literally running full speed. He catches, turns, Tank makes a block, and it goes for the touchdown. I looked at what I found on there was I watched him read, get through multiple progressions. It showed touch. He showed rare accuracy and ball placement. He showed command of the offense in a stressful situation in the fourth quarter. Like every check mark you look for for quarterbacks that you say, okay, I want to see this. He was able to create for himself on the play where he had to spin out, and then he found uh, he went read one, read two, spin out of there cause, because it was mounting, and he threw on a third and 11 to Dalton Schultz, who ran for a first down. You probably remember that play. And then even in the first play of the drive, the game-winning drive, he didn't mess around. There were three verticals. Mm-hmm. He didn't mess with it. Dalton Schultz quick. Yep. We're not, we're not going to try to play hero ball. He didn't try to play hero he ball. He didn't. He just made throws he was supposed to make. It, I'm telling it's you. It's super impressive. It, it is really, really, really impressive. And he's playing a guy. And we'll hope, hopefully he's going to be able to keep that up against this defense. Man, he's going to have this rush with Hendrickson. Is, it, it is going to be, it's going to be different. It's going to be tough. They are really, really good. At getting to the, they're really good at putting the pressure on. But he's been good against pressure anyway. He's been amazing against pressure. But he's facing a guy that, that like we said, Joe Burrow. I think I think CJ has played a lot like him. Here is Matt Burke talking talking about Joe Burrow and why he is so good. Very precise, really in command of just getting the ball to where it needs to go. Like in, I mean, he just gets the ball out really quick. He's probably uh, in modern times like one of the better. Um, I was I was like comp people, and then you guys call me out on the stuff. Like just control, like the Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, like at the line of scrimmage, like getting him in the right place, checking triple cadence, double cadence, holding you, seeing what you have, motioning. Like he's he's like probably one of the best, I think, at pre-snap stuff. Um, it's part of their system of like being on the ball and trying to get you to tell, like trying to show coverage tilts or trying to show pressures. Um, I think he's probably one of the best at that, like historically those guys that, that do that and, and try to get you to, to show your cards a little bit. Um, and then as an extension of that, like being able to get the ball into the right hands and get the, get to the right play off of the, that information. So just as a processor and as like deciphering what you're doing on defense, um, I think he's one of the best in the league right now. And then the precision and accuracy throws, I mean, it's, it's, he can make them all. Yep, it's impressive. I wonder how far advanced CJ is as far as pre pre snap stuff. Uh, well, one of his throws, I saw him make a call. He made a check uh, at the line of scrimmage. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. This offense, I think, one of the things that benefited Joe Burrow when he was at. I think Joe's naturally in, intelligent with a good football IQ. 
I'm starting to think that's probably the case with C.J. Stroud, too, the amount of time he spent at quarterback, um, his feel for just in – we've heard what he said when he's been asking post-game where he's breaking things down for you. Um, The pre-snap is so important to recognize because it allows your post-snap to work more quickly. If they trick you pre-snap, you have to reset your post-snap. So if you recognize what teams are doing, that's why Peyton Manning would would hold – he would make mm-hmm. you hold. He would get to the line of scrimmage oh, as quick as he could, yeah. and he'd make you hold forever because the inclination is for defenses to show what if they wanted to blitz him and they're disguising the inclination, and then he'd give you a hard count, and, and as soon as he sees what you're doing, it's over. He, knew, he knew what he was going to do. So he, uh, Brady, Brady, I was on the sideline for five. You would wait It and was wait. the worst. Nobody went slower with the hurry-up oh, offense than Peyton he, Manning. He got to the line of scrimmage, and – and then, and, and here was the thing, is the defensive linemen are in that stance for the full 35 seconds, 40 seconds that he was taken, and it just was maddening, maddening. And, and Dom used to, uh, at, at first, you know, Dom Capers would say, okay, we're just going to, you know what, we're not going to get in our stance, we're going to stay on a knee. And then Peyton would snap it quick. You know, if you're not ready and you're not going to, you know, if you're going to, you know he's going to do this. So, you know, it, it, he was, it was the worst. That was the worst. And he beat the Texans' ass every every time. I don't, during the Dom Capers years, I don't think they beat the Colts. No, once. they didn't. They just outthought. You could tell, like, Peyton Manning could outthink most defensive yeah. teams and coordinators. It was The one he had a hard time with was Belichick. You yep. know, that was a that, that was, was really hard. Yep, yep. That was, that was uh, hard for everybody back yeah, then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to – Even now, Belichick's defenses, for the most part, are kind of – they're kind of saucy. They just – I mean, the mm. offense is just yeah, absolutely just awful. atrocious. Awful. Two and seven. And, and talking a lot of talk about him not coming back. Um, let's, uh, let's get – hey, we'll get some calls on the other side. John wants to talk about Quinn Ewers coming back. Big announcement yesterday, so we'll do that on the other side. Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Right now, I'm talking about GiveMeTheVin.com. That's, give that's John Clay Wolf, who is a – it doesn't matter what kind of car – well, it does kind of matter what kind of car you've got. He's not going to buy a car that's like a $1,000 beater. He just – that's not what he does. But he will buy a car that's 100000 or 200000 uh, because it's, it's that good. He doesn't care. He will spend the money, all right? Uh, it does, if you've got a beautiful car, and now's a great time to get rid of it because John Clay Wolf is giving top dollar for it. He is – it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. If you don't – if you are selling your car and you do not call John Clay Wolf, if you don't go to GiveMeTheVin.com or give them a call on his radio show, then you are leaving money on the table because John Clay Wolf will tell you what it's worth. He will give you top dollar for your vehicle. It's what he does every single day. You're looking for the best way to sell that car. You've got to call, you, or you have to go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The spice extends life. The spice expands consciousness. 